The Herman Brothers Haunted Mine has reopened for tours, but if you descend into the mine, will you make it back out? That's coming up on today's show. From HAN, I'm Philip, and this is day 54 of our 61 Day Hauntathon, where we're counting down to Halloween by visiting a different haunted house every day here on the show. Today is Monday, October 24th, and there are seven days until Halloween. Remember that the best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our free weekly industry newsletter at the link in our show notes. Okay. Wicker Manor is a 300-square-foot experience built within a two-car garage in Denver, Colorado. Now in its sixth year, the theme for the last two years have been a haunted gold mine. Despite its size, this home haunt is broken into five scenes, each brimming with effects. Guests descend into the mine via a fake elevator and then must make it out. Today, we'll hear from owner Sean Herman about designing and building Wicker Manor over the years. My name is Sean Herman. I'm the main builder and owner of the small home haunt in Denver, Colorado called the Wicker Manor. The general gist of the story is there was these two brothers called the Herman brothers and they struck gold in Colorado. And then they ultimately were getting so rich and so rich that they kept digging deeper and deeper, so deep that they needed to build a elevator to take them down every day to go down and dig deeper and deeper. At which point, at some point in the history, they stopped finding gold. The gold mine dried up and there's a backstory about how the elevator shaft dropped to the bottom and and left some bodies down there. They've opened up the gold mine again for tours. Mm. So it's not necessarily like you're going into a, a desolate gold mine. It's more of a, hey, come on in, let's go down and explore. And then as soon as you get into the elevator, that's when you obviously can sense that something's something's gone wrong. When you walk up, you're greeted by a tour guide. You're brought right into the entrance of the gold mine. This is where you'll see a whole bunch of uh, miner tools, pickaxes, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then once you're in that intro scene, you get the story. And then that actor will bring you into the elevator. And we have an entire elevator simulation that takes them down into the mine shaft. That whole experience is on pneumatic airbag system. And we built out a, a 3D animation that's synced with the lights and the movement of the platform and all that sort of stuff. My background is in the design and development world. We try to make everything ourselves, all the animations. And even inside the elevator, we had a, a professional Foley artist from PlayStation Studios do the actual Foley for the elevator. Uh, so even all the way down, that experience is, is audio and then sense and all that sort of good stuff. So the first scene is just the entrance, the storyline plot. Second scene is the elevator scene. Third scene is like a hallway with a big 14 foot tall cave wall at the end of it. So it's this ominous tunnel that you have to look down as soon as you get out of the elevator. Um at that stage, we have a couple different ways that we could scare somebody. There's an actor hideout as well, which can do more of a, a Halloween Horror Nights sort of scare. But also there's mm. there's various triggers that are connected to different miners' helmets. So as soon as you step forward, the miner helmet light might turn on, which is always uh very interesting for people. They don't really expect that. So that's the, the third scene. So yeah, entrance elevator, vertical cave wall, and then we have the dynamite scene. So the dynamite scene is where the skeleton kind of blows up the entire room and 
you have quick blast fog effects and all that sort of stuff with the full animation in that room. And then it's at that point, once you pass through the fog of the dynamite, that you exit out of the cave. Um, but really, you're still in the garage and mm. you have to pass through the cemetery where all of the the miners are buried to get out of the garage. In a 300 square foot garage, we have five different scenes total, mm. which is crazy to think about. And the elevator is definitely one of the big ones. The other big one is a dynamite scene. Through the whole experience, we use a lot of like real antiques and like really authentic type of materials. So like all our dynamite crates are actual real dynamite crates from gold mines and coal mines and stuff like that. Definitely one thing that we we try to focus on is that guest experience. So what what people see when they walk up, what they see when they're in line, how they can interact and explore while they're in line, what they're doing to get ready for it as they're going through it, and then try to usher them out of that experience. Because we have really only 300 square feet. Part of that whole experience is also what they're doing while they're waiting. One big thing that we're doing this year is we built our own shooting gallery. Uh, mm-hmm. So it goes right with the Western kind of gold mine theme where we've 3D printed all of the sensors and we've taken a BB gun apart and put in all the controllers and stuff ourselves to shoot out a laser instead of a BB, all that sort of fun stuff to make it actually trigger an animation or a prop to get moving. So that's one piece that's outside of the actual haunt this year um, that I think will be really, really interesting. Tell us a little bit about when you are open throughout the month and you have private events as well. Yeah. So last year we were open October 1st and we went every single weekend of October. And then the last week of October before Halloween, it was every single night. Last year was completely crazy. This year, that was just too much because (laughs) it being in your house, like we still have to put our kids to bed at 8 p.m. We have Mm -hmm. to do all these things that adults need to do. It just was like, okay, every night, every weekend, it was just too much. So this weekend or this, this year, we decided that we're going to open up October 14th and only do half the month. And then every year that w- we have a big Halloween party for a bunch of our friends and, mm. and business partners and stuff like that. So one of those nights were closed for a private event. What kind of controllers are you using for everything? I think every single controller is a, a boo box, wow. a peekaboo. All the animations and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like the skeleton dynamite room uses like a flex max that okay. so we can control the DMX lights and all that stuff in there. Yes, so the elevator yeah. runs off of, uh, I believe it's also a flex max because it's just cylinders. I can't remember exactly which peekaboo controller it is, but yeah, it runs off that. And then the DVD is like a 4k DVD trigger thing. And then all the lights are either DMX, all our fog machines with the exception of one or DMX based and trigger triggered and then the lighting we either will use just standard dmx lights a lot of lighting that we use is actually the gantam lights i think the majority of the gantam lighting that we use is the color piano lights okay i would say one thing actually to talk about lighting because i do think it's one of the more important pieces one thing that i do strive to do a lot is use zero color. Mm. I only like to use ambers and whites and natural colors, especially in the in the gold mine. All we use is like lantern flames and headlamps and stuff like that. Because uh, everything which, looks naturally good. Because <laughs> you've like painted and designed it and you have antiques. Like that drives me insane when people will put like a red light on top of something that is painted yeah. red. It's like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Or... 
if you're in a gold mine and there's like a green light. Yeah, it's making like, sense. Where's the green mean, light coming from? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there an alien abduction? Is this like, yeah, like boys versus aliens? Yeah, so that's one big thing. When I do use color in the lighting, it will be for things like in the cemetery where it's like I might do like a shade of green on the ground just to like get across like subconsciously like mossy. But it, it it's a stark difference from when you're in the gold mine and that's on purpose because you've exited and now you're in a different field. So I try to be super intentional with our lighting and then this year really focusing in on scents as well. So that'll be new this year as well. What else are you improving this year? You know, we have a lot of great props, but I feel like we need to be more more intentional with which ones go where. So, right, we have a few different vendors that we've gotten like skeleton corpse bodies from and stuff like that. And then maybe there's like one that's still cool and it's great, but it doesn't look like the other ones that you just saw in the haunted house, right? So I think one big thing that I, I would like to do personally this year is try to make everything seem more consistent throughout. So instead mm-hmm. of having two of those bodies in the actual mine, I might just have the one and then swap out the one that's in the graveyard for one of those so that they're the same, the same style and same texture and all that sort of stuff. So just kind of continuity, uh, basically. Yeah, yeah. Continuation of like visuals, I think is really going to be key this year. And then also, yeah, the addition of adding sense is going to be huge this year. So even all the way down to the the littlest, like little details, like scent and stuff like that. Lighting, we're not doing too many differences. One big difference this year that we will be doing aside from the shooting gallery, which is all new, but one big thing is I feel like every year I get new fog machines just because they're all trash. And uh, this year I tried to actually get a little bit better ones that hopefully will last maybe Mm. a couple years rather than just Mm -hmm. one year. I feel like I clean those things every single year perfectly. And then like the next year, they're just trash. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But one big thing that we're doing is instead of using foggers everywhere is using haze machines so that it's not just fog flooding, but it's actually just like a consistent haze, like in the, in the cemetery. And we've had a, we have a great low lying fog machine that we use in the cemetery, but really focusing in on those kind of effects, I think is mm-hmm. going to be key this year because it's hard to control some of those like bigger output fogger when you don't really want fog, you want haze. So that's one big thing that we're changing this year. Why is this important for you? Why do this? Ask myself that every year. Yeah. I wake up every morning asking myself (laughs) why. I think the, why we do this is my job is, is sitting at my computer and making things. So I'm a, a creative at heart, but the hard part for me is the sitting piece. Like I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm building websites and I'm designing brands and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually really enjoy my job. But the, the component that I feel like is genuinely missing from that is physical hard work. So I think one big piece to, to why we do this is really just to, to not only be creative, but also to like get out and move and build something unique that can maybe inspire somebody who's maybe interested in the same things. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. 
We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts, videos, and events in our 61-day Hauntathon. Follow along at the link in our show notes. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. Our Hauntathon team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Our partners for this year's Hauntathon include Sharp Productions, HorrorBuzz.com, ScareTrack, TheScareFactor.com, and Hauntopic Radio. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at HauntedAttractionNetwork.com. We'll catch you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.